Today we're going to kickstart your low energy levels into high gear, ladies. I know how hard the struggle is when it comes to having low energy, so that's why I've put together these three things you can do right now. Having sustained levels of energy isn't about consuming energy drinks or candy bars to help you get through that midday slump, but it's about becoming the healthiest version of you. So if you're ready to do the work, grab a notebook and pen and let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Integrative Medicine for Energy and Health. Are you struggling with low energy, excessive weight, chronic fatigue, imbalanced hormones, or body aches and pains that are robbing you of enjoying life? If you're ready to take the guesswork out of living a healthier life, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Rakesia. I'm a mom, honorably retired Air Force veteran, award-winning author, social worker, and Christian alternative medicine provider. For years, I tried improving my health in conventional medicine and nothing worked until I finally found a simple strategy that was easy and fun. This podcast will provide you with natural ways to increase energy, lose weight, regulate hormones, and improve your mood. If you're ready to live, look, and feel better, grab your favorite cup of herbal tea and let's jump in. Did you know that I have a monthly online health coaching accountability program for women just like you? Women who want to increase energy, lose weight, and reduce body aches and pains using integrative medicine. Women are experiencing positive and dramatic results and are looking, living, and feeling better. You can visit my website at rakesiamcmillan.com for more information and to sign up for a free health consultation. You'll also find the link in today's show notes. I remember a time in my life when I suffered from very low energy levels. Many weekends, I remember that I was so fatigued that I could barely eat and all I wanted to do was sleep. And because this greatly impacted my personal life and my ability to care for my son, he was five years old at the time. Uh, my health was affected in such a way that my mother had my youngest sister move in with me to help me take care of my son. And every day presented to be a challenge. I could barely make it through each day because most days I felt like a walking zombie. There were days I remember it would take me three hours or more to get out of bed because my energy levels were so low. And then when I did muster enough strength to get up, I would sit on the edge of my bed. I would be in tears because I felt so horrible every morning. And I would wake up feeling like I had been hit by a ton of bricks. I was heavily weighted down. And many times I remember sitting on that bed and thinking, this is no way for a woman in her 30s to feel I was thinking I'm too young for this. Um, and because I was not physically feeling well, this impacted my life spiritually as well as emotionally. I would go to my doctors. And I remember on one occasion after visiting my doctor, she told me, she said, Rakesia, your blood work looks like that of an athlete. 
And I looked at her and I said, you know, if that's the case, why do I feel so bad? Why do I feel like I've been hit by a sledgehammer when I wake up in the morning? And so as usual, I would go over all of the symptoms that I was exhibiting. I was chronically fatigued. She looked back at me and she said, your blood work is normal. All of the tests are coming back normal. There's nothing that you need to worry about. You'll be fine. And so with no substantial answers for me, she filled out another prescription, medicating the symptoms for something that couldn't be identified instead of treating the root cause. And it was making me feel worse. And I went through this cycle for about seven years and through research, trial, error, prayer, I was able to discover three things that led me to the healthiest and the strongest version of me. And I want to share those things with you. And so the first thing was that I had to change my eating habits. In order to have more energy, we must change what we're eating, what we put into our bodies, our temples matters, according to 1 Corinthians 3.16. We are the temples of the living God. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. We've been divinely created by God and our bodies were not designed to ingest or process processed foods. And I was consuming a lot of sugar and a lot of processed foods. And this is important because what we eat is absorbed or assimilated into the bloodstream. And this food either creates energy or it depletes our energy levels. And processed foods are considered to be dead food products because they contain little to no nutrients and they don't support our health. And on the other hand, living foods such as fruits and vegetables in their whole state feed and nourish the bloodstream. And this is what creates energy in the body. And at the time, I was having low energy because I didn't know that what I was eating in the form of processed foods such as a lot of bread, um, cereals, ice cream, snacks, chips, frozen meals that when these things are refined, they're pounded, they're reheated, they're treated, melted, they're shaped, and they're packed with a ton of added additives. And this actually alters how it impacts our body. It really determines the impact on our appetite, our hormones, weight gain, and it increases the likelihood of developing obesity and chronic diseases. And if you want to know more about processed food, you can listen to podcast episode 134, where I talk about freedom from the world's food system. And so what I had to do is I really had to embrace God's plan for healthy eating as outlined in Genesis 9 and 3. The word says that every moving thing that lives shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. So simply put, God was saying plant life and animals are the things that he's given to us to consume. And so I began eating an abundance of organic fruits and vegetables, and I ate humanely raised grass-fed meats as well as cold water fish. And I actually followed a plant-based diet for one year and my energy levels skyrocketed. They went 
through the roof. I was absolutely amazed at how much better I felt, and I experienced sustained energy all throughout the day. The next thing that I did is that I began exercising outside in the fresh air. And I always say this, that movement is medicine. And when we couple this form of physical medicine with outdoor exercise, it's a natural energy booster. And so have you ever noticed how your body feels when you're out in the fresh air after you're feeling sluggish or tired? Naturally, you feel more energized and refreshed because your body is getting a much needed supply of oxygen. And what oxygen does is that it feeds, it heals, it nourishes our blood cells. And one of the things that I absolutely love about living in New Jersey is that it is filled with an abundance of green spaces, such as wooded areas, bike trails, parks, and hiking trails. And so I take advantage of those things by getting out into nature because movement is medicine and being outside gives an additional boost to our health. And so I had to learn that I had to make a point of spending quality time outside as much as possible because as I was doing this, my body was receiving significant amounts of fresh air and exercising outdoors. Again, it boosts your health and oxygenates the blood environment within the body. This removes toxins as well as regulates our physiological and psychological functions. It helps to balance the nervous system and it even controls our metabolism. And when we exercise on a regular basis, it improves our chances of living longer, being healthier. And for women, it's particularly important because it helps to prevent bone loss and osteoporosis. It reduces the risk of heart disease, which we know is the number one killer of women. It also reduces diabetes. It lowers blood pressure. It relieves symptoms associated with depression, improves our sleep, prevents weight gain, and enhances cognitive abilities and improves heart, lung, and muscle fitness. And so in my own life, when I began to work out outdoors, I found that this was also another added benefit of increasing the energy in my life. And so I was engaging in walking three to five times a week for about 30 minutes and eventually took up hiking, which is one of my hobbies now. Um, Nature is so very therapeutic because you're intentionally placing yourself in an oxygen-rich environment. And what this does is that it feeds and nourishes the bloodstream in the body. And this increases oxygen, which creates natural energy for the body. And for me, when I'm outside, whether I'm hiking or whether I'm taking a walk, For me, it's just the whole experience too, bringing me into a very peaceful place. It's that warm sunshine on my face, or it's the sound of the wind rushing through the trees, or sometimes it's that soft, earthy feel of the trail under my hiking boots. And not only are these experiences enjoyable to have, but they're also healthy for you too. 
And so being outside, whether it's hiking or whether you're taking a walk, it has proven time and time again, even scientifically, that there are so many health benefits ranging from physical exercise when we get outside, whether it's on the trail, whether it's walking in the parking lot, it benefits our emotional and our mental health just by being outside. And then the last thing that I had to do is that I had to reduce stress. In order to experience more energy in my life, I had to reduce the levels of stress that I was experiencing. And this is something that we all have to practice. And I've just reflect on that time. And I was engaged in multiple responsibilities when I was experiencing low energy levels. I was a mom. I was in the military serving on active duty with the Air Force. I was serving in my church in several leadership positions. I was the church secretary. So that had a lot of demands. I was serving in community. Um, I tried doing all of the things and eventually it led me to burning out because I was not listening to my body. I was not getting the proper rest or the sleep that I needed. And my physical depletion resulted in me being depleted emotionally and even spiritually. And so when we look at the statistics concerning stress, the American Institute of stress reveals that stress is at an all-time high and shows no time no signs of slowing down. Three out of four doctors' visits are related to stress ailments. And so this is something we have to begin thinking about critically concerning our lives and our health. And that's what I had to do. I had to reflect on what I was doing and I had to take one day out of the week, which is on a Saturday, which I still practice and implement today. It's what I like to call a Sabbath moment where I give myself permission to not check emails, not run errands, not answering phone calls or completing any to-do list or coordinating any type of schedules. And as I was really implementing this Sabbath moment into my life, I remember what Jesus told Martha about being stressed out about the cares of life in Luke 10, 40, verse 42. And it reads, but Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him, being Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion which shall not be taken away from her. And so thinking about the scriptures that Mary made a choice. And like this wise woman who chose to sat, sit at the feet of Jesus, I now make a healthy choice in my life to sit at the feet of Jesus, to take time away from all of the stressful activities of life. For me, I love to go to the beach, sit and reflect and listen to the water, meditate or read a good book, just taking it all in. And what this does is that it recharges my battery 
physically, emotionally, and even spiritually, and I'm ready to go for the week. And having the energy to do the things that you love impacts your quality of life. Because when I was experiencing low levels of energy, it not only affected me, but it affected everyone that I was connected to, my family, my church family, friends, relatives. And God's will, I believe, it is for us, it is for you to live a life that is overflowing with energy, strength, and vitality. And I want to challenge you to implement one of these simple changes into your life. The first change, changing your eating habits. Begin to think about what you are eating. Is what you're eating adding or depleting your energy levels? Two, exercising outdoors. As little as 20 minutes of outdoor exercise, such as a brisk walk three times a week, is a great place to start. And if you need a little motivation, find a friend, find someone that can help you to walk with you so that you can reach your weekly goals. And then the third point, reducing stress. Take an assessment and prayerfully consider what you need to let go of. Give and invite yourself the permission to say no. And it's okay because when you say no, you are making room to to take care of yourself. And the result of you being in a better place for your spouse, for your children, your family, and your friends is a result of saying no. And so it's okay to say no. So I pray that these three areas were a blessing to you, that they added something to your life. And if you've implemented or plan on implementing one of these changes, send me a message. Let me know which one that you selected. I'd love to hear about it. Hey friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who may want to have more energy and improve their health naturally? Also, I would love it if you could leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It blesses me tremendously to know that this podcast is helping you. Alrighty then, it's time to go make a protein shake and go for a hike. No more days of feeling tired and drained. I'll see you in a few days for another episode. God bless.